Good day, everyone. It's Tuesday, October 26, 2021, and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services just announced the second largest ambulance inflation factor adjustment in the history of the adjustment formula. But will we see it all in the form of payments in the new year? We'll answer this question and hopefully more in this edition of the QMC EMS Board and Collar Podcast. Thanks for downloading and listening with us. Welcome to the QMC Board and Collar, news and thought-provoking discussion for today's emergency medical service professional. The Board and Collar Podcast series is brought to you by QuickMed Claims, a national leader in emergency medical transportation revenue cycle management and reimbursement consulting. Now, your host for today's Board & Collar podcast from QMC's business development team, Chuck Humphrey. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services has announced that the Ambulance Inflation Factor, or the AIF, for 2022 is 5.1%. The increase will be applied to the National Medicare Ambulance Fee Schedule with payments made on claims with a date of service of January 1st, 2022 and thereafter. This is the largest increase in the inflation update portion of the AIF formula, which began with the implementation of the National Medicare Ambulance Fee Schedule back in 2002. And it overall is the second largest ever increase for ambulance payments from Medicare, second only to a 5.2% increase in 1990. So let's take a look at how the AIF is calculated. Two factors are combined to arrive at the annual ambulance adjustment factor. The first element of the formula is the consumer price index for all urban consumers, or what we call the CPIU, which pulls data from the 12-month period ending in June of the previous year. So for this year, it's June 2020 was the cutoff. Once that value is calculated, then the productivity adjustment is configured. This is equal to the 10-year moving average of changes in the economy-wide private non-farm business multi-factor productivity index or the MFP. And that begins January 1, 2013. Moving forward, take into account, and then is subtracted as an adjustment. And so the resulting calculation is represented by this formula, CPIU less the MFP equals the AIF or the ambulance inflation factor. Now, what does CPIU mean? Well, the CPIU is the statistical metric developed by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, and it's used to monitor the change in the cost of a set list of products. It really is a type of pseudo-inflation monitoring device. But while not directly measuring inflation, the value provides the federal government with a window into the price trending, and it predicts the severity of any, uh, any pending inflation or deflation. Now let's use a cross-section of eight major groups for this, across 200 different types of goods, government statisticians pull the data to arrive at the CPIU factor. The eight major groups include food and beverages, housing, apparel, transportation, medical care, recreation, education, communication, and a catch-all category called other goods and services. And that would be like tobacco and smoking products, personal care items, services such as funeral expenses, all kinds of things weigh into that CPIU. The monitoring of the fluctuations in the prices urban residents pay to purchase certain sets of basket, quote unquote, goods 
ensure that the government can effectively follow the cost of living for those persons residing in the sample statistical areas. Wow, that's a mouthful. Of course, remember that approximately 80% of the population of the US resides in an urban setting. So this particular data set is a very useful tool. <clears throat> How do we define that multi-factor productivity thing? Well, the MFP or the multi-factor productivity adjustment is a calculation measuring changes in economic output per unit of combined units. Per unit of combined units. Uh, never mind. <clears throat> Let's go on. <clears throat> so the indices of MFP adjustment are pulled within the United States based on private non-farm business and manufacturing sectors in, of the economy. MFP measurements reflect the joint effects of many variables, including the effect on the economic efficiency from things like new technologies, economies of scale, managerial skill, ratchet, plus changes in organizational factors surrounding production. What this means is the government is tempering any notion of rising costs by what they think is our ability to work smarter and more efficiently over time, which they believe offsets the impact of inflation. Folks, I have my opinion and I'll keep it to myself. The end decision since the MFP was added to the AIF formula is for the government to determine that the ambulance industry does not require a full inflationary boost because our own efficiency offsets the impact of inflation. Again, I'll reserve opinion. So what's the formula for 2022? So for the 12 month period ending in June, 2021, the Federal Bureau of Labor Statistics has calculated the CPIU at a whopping 5.4%, which is a significant increase year to year due to rising inflation fanned in part by the COVID-19 pandemic. For the second year in a row, the MFP has fallen, which is good news from last year's from 0.4 to 0.3 which equates to just a minute adjustment to the CPIU, finalizing in next year's health increase. So the formula is, with numbers, <clears throat> CPIU is 5.4%. We're subtracting the MFP, which is 0.3%. And that leaves us with an AIF of 5.1%, moving into 2022. Now let's see. Will sequestration ruin the celebration? Hmm. Good question. So the ambulance industry will need to hold off on any celebration just yet, as it is possible that government sequestration will return. Sequestration is federal law dating back to 2013 and required a 2% reduction to the 80% reimbursement of the allowed charge on ambulance payments received directly from Medicare. Now, because the federal government wished to infuse additional cash into the medical community in response to the COVID-19 pandemic, Congress temporarily suspended the sequestration cuts through the end of 2021. If Congress does not take action to extend the 2% cuts, then the anticipated 5.1% increase will be offset in our pocketbooks from the current reimbursement account amounts that are receiving in the moment. What comes next? Well, now that the AIF is final, the ambulance industry awaits the application of these calculations to the final National Medicare Ambulance Fee Schedule for the new year in 2022. The fee schedule is annually released by CMS using what we call the public use file or the PUF. 
This 5.1% increase granted to my kids will increase, not mean a direct 5.1. Uh, let's uh, can that. So I'm going to go back. Let's think of something else, G. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. We're going to do a take two on that last part. I'm going to go back to the final section. Now that the AIF is final, the ambulance industry awaits the application to the final national ambulance fee schedule for 2022. The fee schedule is annually increased by CMS using the public use file or the PUF. The 5.1% increase will not mean a direct 5.1% dollar increase for next year's ambulance payments for Medicare. You need to understand that. The final fee schedule values won't be known completely until the AIF is applied into the formula while factoring in other elements of the fee schedule calculation, including those elements called the relative value units or the RVUs and the geographic practice cost indices or the GPCIs where regional adjustments are implemented in the final schedule calculation. So there you have it folks. Fingers crossed for additional dollars in 2022. Be sure to find out our other EMS Board and Collar episodes using the podcast channel of your choice. And until the next time, be safe out there.